Hello everybody, welcome to the 3P Sports Podcast. I'm your host Mondo. Today we have some uh, we have some good news in the world of sports. We have more details on the NBA's possible return. And uh, we actually have uh, some baseball. Now it's not baseball here in the U.S. Uh, it's, pace, it's baseball in uh, China. Uh, the Chinese Pro Baseball League allowed fans inside of one of their games so uh we're going to talk about both of these things we're going to go in depth um speaking about the nba first uh there was a conference call between adam silver and players uh you know gms coaches owners so here are some of the things that they talked about implementing and some of their plans so far still nothing is concrete still nothing is set in stone they don't have any dates but these are just a couple of things that they did talk about and might happen uh number one they're planning on holding their games in either las vegas or orlando orlando i'm not really sure why i don't think that's a I'm not really sure that's a great choice just because of how bad the pandemic has hit Florida. Um, Vegas, I think, is really good since, you know, down they had shut everything down. Um, so Vegas, I think, is a really good choice. They aren't expecting to let any fans in to watch the games, which that's not really surprising at this point. Um, that makes perfect sense. I'm on board with that. They're not going to allow teams to use private planes. Um, the explanation for this was that it would give some teams an advantage. And that that could mean any number of things. Um, that could mean, of course, they don't want anybody to get infected or sick. But if you have a private plane, and uh, I'm not sure... I definitely don't think every NBA team has a private plane. That is an advantage because then you have Team A and Team B. Let's say Team A, they have their private plane. They don't have to talk to anybody or mess with anybody. As opposed to Team B, they need to, you know, they're going to be on a larger commercial plane. Uh, They're going to interact with more people. Um, high risks of just everything. I think also just for transportation to and from practices and games also. Uh, Of course, I think the private plane will get there a lot quicker and faster than the commercial plane. So there are a couple of reasons uh, as to why Adam Silver might not want that. I don't don't see an issue with it. I think... Now, if they're just going to go straight into the playoffs, I would think that teams that didn't make the playoffs would be able to loan their plane, if they had one, to the teams in the playoffs. Maybe it would make it safer for everyone, I would imagine. But like I said, they still aren't sure as to whether or not they're going to relaunch the season and play the rest of the season out or go straight into the playoffs. So maybe that's why he said that. Um... They're aiming for about a month-long camp before they even start either the playoffs or the uh, the rest of the season. That makes a lot of sense because 
Um, as we talked about in the previous podcast, yes, it's their job. Yes, they're professionals. I'm sure a majority of players have been, you know, working out, keeping up with their regimen. But I, I wouldn't be hard on any of the players that hadn't been maybe keeping up with things as normal. This is these are not normal circumstances. So, um, I I think that's a good idea. I think they need to make it to where it's safe. Maybe not make it to where everybody has to go to uh, the team facility, but just has to log some kind of workout. Some kind of way. That wouldn't be hard to do. Um, But I think that's a great idea just to make sure that whether it's the season or straight into the playoffs, they put out the best product they possibly can. Because as a fan, I know it would be extremely annoying to watch a bunch of dudes, you know, missing shots, like looking all tired and out of breath. So I I understand that, that camp, why they want it. I think that's a good idea. Um, and if anyone is to get infected, they're gonna they wanna they want it to be able they want to be able to test the players daily. Um if any player is infected they aren't planning on stopping play, they are planning to just isolate the player or players and continue playing. Um, I guess that's just a risk they're willing to take. And also this could be the thing that holds up the playing out of the season in the first place. Uh, the Players Association, as you know, in the NBA is very strong. Um, they hold a lot of weight. So this could be something that they're like, hey, uh, that's not cool. I don't agree with that. No. We need to renegotiate. So that could be ultimately the thing that holds up the return of the NBA. Which that, I don't know how I feel about it myself. I I don't, I mean, it's not a horrible idea. They have a lot more access to, uh, to medicines and treatment than the average person does. But I I don't, like I said, I'm not too... That's one I'm not like super super like oh yeah it's a great idea eh I don't know so we'll we'll see how that goes um like I said I I personally think that could be the biggest thing that would hold up any progress in these talks or pushing them forward um let me see is there anything that's that's kind of it so Vegas or Orlando those are the two locations they're thinking of like i said i don't think orlando makes any sense at all las vegas makes a lot of sense uh orlando i i I, i'm really trying to figure out before we even recorded i was trying to figure out why they might have chosen that so yeah i'm not i'm not sure about that myself um now we can talk about the Chinese Pro Baseball League and them trying to, well, not trying, they actually did. Uh, they allowed, so here's how it went down. I, I'm not sure of the names of the teams. One of the teams was the Taiwan team. Basically, the stadium in their league allowed a 1,000 fans um, in the building. 
They seated the fans throughout the stadium. Nobody was in close proximity to one another. Uh, masks were required. There were no concessions. Let's see. Uh, body temperature was taken upon entry. And they had guided entry and exit. So, let's kind of go. I want to go through this list and kind of talk about what they may or may not have did right. Uh, things they possibly could have changed. I think the thousand fan limit. I think they, you know, baseball stadiums are, they're larger. So... Baseball stadiums are larger, so um, I think they could have raised the limit a little bit. A thousand, that's pretty scarce when you think about it. Here in the States, I think uh, average size of stadiums holds anywhere from 25 to maybe 40,000 people uh, maxed out. So I understand they're being safe. I appreciate it. I think they could have held a little bit more than a thousand. Um, the spread out seating, that's awesome. I'm so happy they did that. Um mask required, that's that's kind of a no-brainer to me. That's also something good that they implemented that I'm a fan of. There was also no seat changes, which again that's kind of that's eh, that's not horrible, but I mean they could have been a little lax on that. Um, the no concessions thing, that really, really sucks. That, like, they could have they could have done limited concessions. You know, little revenue coming in. Let these people get, you know. Hey, you know, you, you go to a ball game. You don't want to just sit there. No, you want, maybe you want a soda. You want a beer. You want a hot dog. You want something. You want popcorn. You want a little something. Some kind of snack, at least. So I think that's that's a bit of a bummer that they didn't have any concessions at all. The body temperature check uh, upon entry is another... That's another really good thing they did. And the guided entry and exit, that's also really great. Um, glad they did that as well. So there's there's somewhat of a return to normality in other countries. Um... And this is good for them, for their, you know, they're, they're not trying to rush to get back to, all right, everyone, come on, everyone come watch baseball, concessions, we don't need masks, no, this is, this is a good thing, uh, in my opinion, that they're doing this. And also, it can set a blueprint for other countries that are trying to slowly reopen, and not trying to just kind of, all right, we're open, go do whatever you want. So, I'm a really big fan of how they did this, uh, China's Baseball League. And the fans, uh, from some of the video clips and I saw, you should definitely go look them up. Um, especially if you're just into baseball and you want to see some baseball, go look it up. I'm sure you can find, I'm sure you can find the entire game on YouTube. Um, the fans looked, they looked happy. They, they looked like they were thoroughly enjoying themselves. So I, like I said, I think they, they kind of set a blueprint for any other country to for sporting events um how they're going to host them precautions they should take things they should or shouldn't do i'm a real big fan of it i think it's awesome uh, it was it kind of just made me happy 
being able to see these people enjoy what they normally do. Like, you know, that's it's nice. Like they're they're going out. Like they're they're going out. They love baseball. They're gonna sit there. They got to watch the game. It it was also just it kind of brought a smile to my face. Like, you know what? These people were happy. Everyone was safe. Nobody took any crazy risks. This was done properly. If things are gonna reopen here in the US, that's how it needs to be done. You know, small small numbers, precautions, masking, that's it's it made me happy for a number of reasons. So I was happy to see that. Um, I personally am not huge on baseball, but I think we're all at the point where we're happy to see sports, period. <laughs> so that was um, actually I'm going to try and go back and watch a little bit of the game myself uh, as soon as we're done recording here. So whenever y'all get a chance, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the three p pod i want to hear some of y'all's feedback do y'all think that the nba coming back do you like their plans what didn't you like like i said personally i I think vegas was a great choice orlando not so much uh the private planes i kind of get the no fans i'm i'm on board with the the daily tests for the players i'm on board with but i'm not on board with the no stoppage uh for anybody infected and i also am i'm totally for the month long or however long camp before they even start the season like i said i think that's good to kind of make sure all the players are sharp get a chance to get back in shape get their touch back get the court feel back i think that's great um Overall, I think their plans there. I think they're headed in the right direction. I think they're going to have to iron out a couple of things, obviously. And um, they're going to have to figure some of the logistics out, too, as well. Because the way they the way the conversations went uh, from the information I read is that teams are still going to be like based in their city. So, you know, Dallas. The Mavericks are going to be in Ma- in Dallas. Lakers will be in L.A. You know, uh, J- uh, Jazz will be in Utah, and then they'll like fly and meet to play. It was that that threw me off. That wasn't really clear, and they didn't make it clear. Um, I'd like to see them iron that out, and I'd like to know what all of y'all thought about um, the Chinese baseball league. Do you think that they handled this this slow opening well? Um, I didn't see any information on it. I would have liked to have known how they chose the thousand fans, or if it was just like, "Hey, we're gonna be open. We got a thousand seats. First come, first serve." Um, I, I, I'm gonna look into that, and I'd like to know how that actually went. Is there anything that y'all would have done differently there? Like I said, personally, I think the no concessions thing. I think that's kind of whack. I think they could have, they definitely could have, you know, at least given given drinks or soda, you know, something like that. Um, it's something, you know. I, I understand they want to, they want as little person to person contact as possible. I understand that, but like they they could have given something or limited concession. It's only a thousand people, so I I think that they maybe could have. They could have changed, and I think the no seat changes. I think that was a little that was kind of weird too. 
But I guess they just didn't want to have to chase people down for getting close to other people. I, I think they could have possibly eased up on those two rules. For the most part, though, I think that was great. And I think that set an example for the rest of the world that's trying to slowly, safely allow people to go out and just, you know, do things. Now, last but not least, we got our small business shout outs. Remember, this is for not just businesses. This is for artists you're a singer you're a rapper you're a writer producer you you draw you paint anything um so this week my two small business shout outs are uh my friend over my friend snipes at the spot podcast i'll go ahead and throw a link to his instagram and um you can find his podcast there here on anchor uh spotify apple music any streaming service you can think of that's where they're on and then uh this clothing business out of houston uh for the low and low is spelled l-e-a-u-x the owner is uh victor maddow and um he's a really great dude his product is awesome um i'm still waiting on my package to come in Shipping's a little slow. I, I spoke about this last week when I talked about uh, light work. Shipping is slow right now. There's nothing they can do about it. But all the products I've seen from his customers, his sweaters, his shirts, all of it looks great. So again, when um, my two t-shirts that I ordered from each of these companies, when they come in, I'm going to put them up on the Twitter page so y'all can see them. Um, but those are just the shout outs I wanted to give this episode that's all i have for today uh y'all stay safe wash your hands and god bless you